killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. How far he do for y'all, for us, y'all, knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High bosom. Thank you, Yahweh, and thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank all my interstate people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, y'all, but you did it anyway. And I want to thank all my out-of-state people for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. What's up, fam? I hope all is well. I hope all is well, man. And may the most I continue putting his hinges over y'all. That evil cannot grieve y'all. Um... I spoke about a while back when I was younger and I was reading the Bible and they was talking about stuff, you know, you're going to have the, the mark of the beast and all that other stuff that comes with the mark of the beast. Right? You know, that's far-fetched because the computer wasn't really out, you know? You can see the little computers on TV, you know, they got them little small little computers like that, but we really didn't know what no computers did. They ain't have it 
computers weren't even out that strong. They were just getting getting out or getting known. So um you know the Bible says that Edom the Edomites they they would set themselves up as, as gods, man. And um I don't understand why people want to act like they God the most high and do things that the most high doesn't do. What you talking about, faith? Did you go babbling? Did you go babbling? What you talking about? Okay. Revelations 13 and 16. And and he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand and their forehead. Let's analyze. Elon Musk's controversial Neuralink is ready to test its brain chip implant on humans. Musk announced that Neuralink has received approval from an independent review board to begin recruitment for the first human trial of its brain implant for paralysis patients. Launched back in 2016, Neuralink got the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's approval for human trials earlier this year. And now the brain implant company has obtained approval from an independent review board as well. Neuralink can now start its recruitment process for the inaugural human trial of its brain implant chip. Ever since its launch, Neuralink has faced intense scrutiny over alleged animal cruelty, safety hazards, and over-ambitious claims. Musk claims the brain chip interface will one day restore mobility in cases of severe spinal injury, cure Parkinson's, and keep humans relevant in a world dominated by artificial intelligence. And according to media reports, patients with paralysis due to cervical spinal cord injury or Amoyotrophic lateral sclerosis may qualify for the trial. The company has not disclosed how many people will be enrolled in the trial. The initial goal of Neuralink is to grant paralyzed patients the ability to control a computer, cursor, or a keyboard using their thoughts. Neuralink researchers will use a robot to surgically place the implant in a part of the brain that controls movement. The question remains, if required, would you let Elon Musk implant a device in your brain? Second Timothy 4, 3 and 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears and they shall run away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Let's analyze. Have we finally discovered aliens? This question popped up last week, not because a mothership landed on the White House lawn, but because of the remains of these so-called 
non-human beings that were displayed at a congressional hearing in Mexico. We told you about this. The bodies were said to be 700 and 1,800 years old, respectively. They had just three fingers on each hand and unusually elongated heads. This so-called revelation triggered a host of conspiracy theories, questions, also drew some ridicule. Many scientific experts said the corpses were fake. And so Mexico decided to address their doubts. Mexican doctors carried out some lab tests and extensively studied these corpses. What did they find? That these corpses may indeed be real, that they are indeed biological. The tests were led by Jose de Jesus Zolce Benitez, a forensic doctor with the Mexican Navy. And he says there is no evidence of any assembly or manipulation of the skeletal structures. In other words, the alleged aliens belonged to a single skeleton and were not assembled with human objects. And that's not even all. The scientists also said that one of the bodies was alive, was intact, and was also in gestation. He says there were some large lumps inside the alleged alien's abdomen, which he says could have been eggs. So Mexican scientists say the corpses are real, but does the rest of the world agree with them? Not really. Second Ezra 13 and 37. And this, my son, shall rebuke the wicked, wicked inventions of those nations which for their wicked life are falling into the tempest. Let's analyze. Can biological reproduction ever become obsolete? Well, that's a question that researchers in Israel are trying to answer. For now, it looks impossible to create a human baby without a mother and a father to help. But they have made a striking progress in showing an embryo basically from scratch. This is what a two-week-old embryo looks like. But it didn't come from the fusion of a sperm cell and an egg cell. It was made from stem cells. Researchers from the Weizmann Institute of Science in Israel learned how to reprogram stem cells into cells found in an early stage embryo. After Jacob Hanna's team mixed them together, a few turned into balls of cells called aggregates, which grew into something that strikingly resembled human embryos. About 1% of the, 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 the aggregates, we can see that they start, cells start differentiating correctly, migrating and sorting themselves into the correct structure. And the farthest we could get is, is day 14 in human embryo development. Scientists in the field are quick to point out that even if the cell aggregates start to look and act like embryos, they're still far from the real thing. The method has limits. I want to emphasize that if you're talking about trying to make a whole baby pregnancy outside the uterus, that is just impossible because the human embryo is very big. Pregnancy is nine months. So that is not, it's not that it's not our goal. It's actually also impossible and, and there are no um, concerns about that at all. Instead, the goal is to create models that give a better understanding of what happens directly after an egg is fertilized, without the ethical concerns involved in using real human embryos. That could lead to important medical breakthroughs in reproduction, but the technology also takes us one step further 
into an ethical minefield. Second Corinthians 2 and 11. Let Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his device. Let's analyze. Healthcare professionals across the world are gearing up for a new potential pandemic, a pandemic which they say will be known as disease X. No, this disease has nothing to do with Twitter's new name, neither is it a social media plague. Disease X is a legitimate health scare. The next unknown disease of epidemic potential. This term was formalized by the WHO in 2018. It was named X because of the lack of knowledge about it. It's not known what this disease will be, whether it will jump from animals to humans or whether it will be a mysterious lab creation. But one thing scientists are certain about is this. Disease X is coming. They don't know when, they don't know how. What they do know is that it could be far worse than the Wu virus. That it could cause more deaths than the Wuhan virus. And that it could take us years to recover from it. This is how the WHO defined the disease. It said, Disease X represents the knowledge that a serious international epidemic could be caused by a pathogen currently unknown to cause human disease. The R&D blueprint explicitly seeks to enable early cross-cutting R&D preparedness that is also relevant for an unknown disease X. In May this year, the chief of the World Health Organization, the one and only Dr. Tedros, issued a warning. He said, the planet should be ready for a disease deadlier than COVID. That a doomsday COVID variant with the power to send the world back to square one is still a big possibility. Four months since this warning was issued, Scientists the world over are talking about this. This includes Kate Bingham, who served as the chair of the UK's vaccine task force. Let me now take you through her claims one by one. The scientist says that this disease, disease X, could have a similar impact as a devastating Spanish flu of 1918. Two, disease X could potentially result in up to 50 million more deaths. Three, the disease could emerge from the millions of viruses that are yet to be discovered. Four, it may take scientists a whole lot of time to develop vaccines that can fight this disease. Now, the UK is not taking this warning lightly. As I speak, it's setting up a vaccine development and evaluation center. The aim of this center will be to research and develop vaccines against the world's deadliest pathogens, including disease X. Is the UK the only country preparing for this disease? Not really. There are others. Like Malaysia, the country's health minister says that Malaysia remains vigilant about the possible emergence of new pandemics, including the so-called disease X. She made this statement right after returning from the UN General Assembly session in New York. Last we checked, these were the only two countries that were officially taking steps. But as the word spreads, more and more nations are expected to take preventive measures. Now here's the thing. While preventive measures could help, but without knowing what exactly these measures are aimed at, will be like shooting an arrow in the dark. I mean, no one in the scientific community has been really able to say with clarity where this disease could emerge from and what exactly could cause it. And this makes fighting it all the more difficult. Y'all see, fam? You see how they trying to kill us all? But half of y'all, are y'all woke, man? Y'all don't see that? Y'all don't hear that? Now they got something that they don't know what it is. They don't know how it affected. They don't know where it's coming from and all this. But they know it's coming. 
how you know all that that, that that don't make no sense to me y'all just like having a visitor having an un uh, a, 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 a visitor coming to your house and you don't know he's coming or whatever 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 but now if you know a visitor coming but you don't know what he coming but I don't know what it is but I don't know what it is you don't know what it is but you know it's coming you know the visitor's coming so you and the visitor already had a conversation when they coming in and this and that and how it's coming and what the woo and what the woo is that. So the, the this mindset of what they doing, man, y'all need to think about, man. That's why the common man and common woman need to stop believing the hype of all these things that these people are trying to kill us and our children, man. Let's analyze some more. And before we analyze, you know, I don't know about y'all. These days are flying by so quick, man. For the people in my era, we see this. At least some of us see this. Days flying like boom, boom, boom. We was in school, man. It seemed like that was a a nine-hour job. Guess that I was ready to go home, huh? Get out of there. And um, now, now look at these, look at how all of these things that the Most High is doing, man. The Most High is warning us and showing us the prophecies of what the Bible is talking about. Let's analyze some more. This morning, destructive flooding and tens of thousands without power along the East Coast as remnants of tropical storm Ophelia move up the East Coast. The center of the storm now moving into Maryland. Overnight in Virginia, Ophelia flooding rose. The strong winds creating dangerous offshore conditions and damaging homes from fallen trees. Oph- Jeremiah 51 and 29. And, and the land shall tremble and sorrow for every purpose of the Lord shall be performed against Babylon to make the land of Babylon a desolation without an inhabitant. Let's analyze. Ophelia making landfall in North Carolina Saturday, flooding coastal communities, waves crashing into homes. A U.S. Coast Guard helicopter lighting the way for the Coast Guard cutter after rescuing five people including three young children stranded on a 38-foot catamaran anchored off Cape Lookout as Ophelia caused swells as high as 10 feet. The storm's fierce winds knocking trees down onto homes and causing thousands to lose power. In Delaware, the storm bringing strong winds inland and along the shore as well as coastal flooding. And in New Jersey, Ophelia churning the ocean off Atlantic City as the storm approaches, advisories warning of a high risk for dangerous rip currents. Some coastal communities already flooded. This woman rescued from her car, stuck in the rising water. Residents wary of what's yet to come. It just comes up so fast you don't realize it. You could be walking down the street, and then you come back 10 minutes later, and the whole street is flooded. Revelations 8 and 7. The first angel sounded, and there followed hell and hell and fire 
mingled with blood, and there were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. Let's analyze. The wildfires continue across continents and three countries, Canada, Italy, and Colombia, continued to battle the conflagration over the weekend. Canada continues to endure its worst wildfire season on record. Over 1,66,000 square kilometers of land is already burnt. More than 1,000 fires were active across the country last week, and 650 of these were deemed to be out of control. Satellite images showed wildfires in British Columbia and Alberta. The fires have engulfed parts of nearly all 13 Canadian provinces and territories this year, forcing home evacuation, disrupting energy production and drawing on federal as well as international firefighting resources. Meanwhile, in Italy, at least two people have died in wildfires in northern Sicily. Firefighters continue to battle wildfires in the area. A total of 800 firefighters are on duty and 300 of them are concentrating on extinguishing fires in the provinces of Palermo and Messina. Two people have died and 700 tourists were evacuated from their hotel overnight following wildfires in Sicily. A 42-year-old woman died while trying to save her horses in Sifalu. And a 68-year-old man died after fleeing his burning home near Balistre. The estimated 700 guests in the Hotel Costa Verde near Sifalu were evacuated late Friday as fires approached, although they returned after a few hours. Strong Sirocco added to the difficulties in firefighting efforts. And Colombia's three biggest cities, Kali also battled raging wildfires for more than 10 hours. Fires flared up on the hills of Altos de Meca in the north of capital of the Valle de Cochia province. Second Ezra 15 and 13 They that till the ground shall mourn for their seeds shall fail through the blasting and hell, and with a fearful consolation. Let's analyze. Due to the fast-pacing climate change phenomena, higher temperatures and unanticipated rainfall have become common. The increasing heat stress is limiting crop yield growth, interfering with the crop's reproduction and growth cycles. Agriculture is the lifeblood of India. In India, a significant portion of agriculture depends on rainfall rather than irrigation. Around 50% of India's crop cultivation area is rain-fed. This makes it particularly vulnerable to climate impacts. Now what's important to note is that India is the world's largest producer of milk, pulses, ginger, okra, banana, mango and papaya. Meanwhile, the second largest produce of onion, rice, wheat, sugarcane, peanuts and cotton. 
Out of all these crops, rice makes for the biggest part of India's cereal exports. Rice also is the most sensitive to fluctuations in monsoon rainfall among all other crops. Due to the rise in temperature and changes in water availability, climate changes affecting irrigated agricultural production throughout agroecological zones. According to Indian Ministry of Agriculture, hydrometeorological calamities including heavy rainfall and floods have damaged over 83 million acres of India's cropped area between 2015 and 16 and 2021 and 22. Isaiah 32 18 and 19 and my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in sure dwelling and in quiet resting place when it shall hail when it shall hail when it shall hail come down on the forest and the city shall be low in a low place. Shall. Y'all got to listen to what shall is. Shall is shall a future prophecy or a past prophecy, y'all? Think about that and let's analyze. Floods brought by torrential rains left a scene of destruction in the Indian city of Nagpur on Sunday as roads turned into rivers. Heavy rains forced residents living in low-lying areas to evacuate. Residents in these areas of the city saw cars damaged and household items ruined by flood waters. Maharashtra's Deputy Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis visited the worst affected areas and said the situation remained critical. He estimated loss to around 10,000 houses and assured necessary financial assistance. On Friday night, the heavens unleashed their fury taking Nagpur residents by surprise. In the early hours of Saturday, the city woke up to find their homes and roads submerged due to the torrential downpour. The state government has said that at least 70 students from school for the speech and hearing impaired have been res rescued. Heavy downpour claimed life of an elderly woman in this city. The government has directed authorities to provide relief shelters for those who've been rescued. An additional rescue team will also be deployed if the water levels continue to increase. Now the Indian Met Department has forecast thunderstorm with lightning in isolated places around Nagpur. For Nagpur, it has forecast generally cloudy sky with one or two spells of rain or thunder showers till September 28th. The total rainfall recorded in Nagpur over the weekend was around 31.6 millimeters. This, as IMD Nagpur, issued a severe lightning warning with an appeal to the people for taking the, uh, for taking the whaling seriously. The advisor asked people to stay indoors and not to venture out unless absolutely necessary. I'm here to tell you that the horrendous problem that's going to come in World War III and this COVID thing is going to keep you occupied and dodging things until it comes and it's going to blindside you. You're not going to see it coming. But it's going to be horrendous. It's going to start with a nuclear preemptive strike against U.S. military bases and missile forces because of PDD-60. Presidential Decision Directive 60, which was signed in 1997 by President Bill Clinton, completely revamped our nuclear posture from the Reagan doctrine, which was to launch on warning 
and prepare to win a nuclear war to absorbing a nuclear first strike and then retaliate afterwards. General Butch Neal of the Marine Corps said, retaliate with what? If you absorb a nuclear first strike, all of our military bases are gone, all our missile bases are gone. And Bill Clinton in that same year, 1997, made a promise to the Russians to keep 50% of our ballistic missile submarines in port at any one time. There's two ports, Kings Bay, Georgia, and Bangor, Washington, in the Seattle area. So that they could be more easily targeted as a gesture of goodwill that we aren't a threat to Russia. Just suicidal. So this is a very serious situation, but it's gonna, this war is going to be preceded by an EMP strike. Only Russia and China have the ability to throw an EMP strike. And after the attack, Babylon is left silent and in darkness. Sit thou silent, and get thee into darkness, for thou shalt no more be called the Lady of Kingdoms. You cannot turn tables now and want to blame me for the crimes committed by white people. It is a white regime that killed children in 1976. It is the white regime that killed children in the 80s and in the early 90s. It is white people who engaged in the wars of dispossession and forcefully took our land and our cows. Why can't you take responsibility? Why can't you for once just say sorry? for the crimes we have committed against you. Why do you want to become victims when we are the biggest victims here, when we have lost everything, when we as black people remain a, a traumatized nation, a nation that doesn't know what the future holds for them. At least you are guaranteed the future. At least you know if it doesn't work for you here, you can go somewhere else. We've got nowhere to go. Comrade Terra, when you went to prison, Robben Island, you were a black consciousness. And when you came back, you became a historical mistake, which came out of Robben Island. It is extremely disappointing every time you open to your mouth to speak here, that that which you thought you represent, you have abandoned. You can't ask the question, who are your people? Because the National Democratic Revolution answers that question. It says the motive forces that stands to benefit from the victories of this revolution. Those are our people. Who are the motive forces of the National Democratic Revolution which you went to prison for? The motive forces of the National Democratic Revolution are the oppressed. Who are the oppressed? the blacks in general and Africans in particular. But consciousness, when it escapes you, it doesn't say goodbye. You are such a typical example of a person who has just lost his political consciousness. Because these teachings they should have taught you in Robben Island. But clearly, that university of life has dismally failed when it came to you. So it is actually extremely wrong 
of you to stand here and want to distort a history. resources that are beneath the African soil. The wealth of Africa belongs to Africans. Welcome to Africa at the UN. Centuries after the end of the slave trade, decades after the end of the colonial exploitation of Africa's resources, the people of our continent are once again bearing the cost of industrialization of the North, and the development of the wealthy nations of the world. This is a price that the people of Africa are no longer prepared to pay. Many countries in the North count their assets in the mineral resources that are beneath the African soil. The wealth of Africa belongs to Africans. The mineral wealth that is beneath the soil of Africa must, in the end, accrue to Africans. We urge global leaders to accelerate the global decarbonization while pursuing equality and shared prosperity. We need to advance all three pillars of the Paris Agreement, mitigation, adaptation and support with equal ambition and urgency. African countries alongside other developing economy countries need increased to address the developmental challenges that face many people in the world. We are required to focus on targeted investment, on technology transfer, capacity building support, especially in key areas such as supporting industrialization, building infrastructure, ensuring that agriculture investment takes place, ensuring that there is investment in water, energy, education, and health. This also requires predictable and sustainable financial support, including supportive trade policies from the international community. We call on the partners of the wealthier countries to meet the financial commitments they have made. It is a matter of great concern to us from the Global South that these wealthier countries in the Global North have failed to meet the undertakings they made to provide $100 billion a year for developing economies to take climate action. This must be changed 
and the money must be made available in the interest of development. In particular, we support the call to tackle debt and debt distress that many countries, particularly in the Global South, are burdened by. And we support the call to massively scale up affordable long-term financing to $500 billion a year and to expand contingency financing to countries that are in need. It is a grave indictment on this international community that we can spend so much money on war. And in fact, trillions are being spent on war, but we cannot support action that needs to be taken to meet the basic needs of billions of people in the world. Needs such as addressing hunger, health, empowering women, and making sure that there is development in countries that are vulnerable. As the global community, we must ensure the essential... Yo, I had to cut this out for a minute, y'all. Now, this is the crafty counseling that I'm, I'm, I'm checking out, y'all. I don't know this president from Africa, but I'm analyzing every word he's saying. Now, he talking about um, something for the women, right? You know, it's not all about something for the women. What, what about the man? What about the nation? Why has it got to be an individual? Now, this guy got me, he, th he got a red flag out because, you know, if everybody is doing what they got to do and everybody got it part, because that's why the Most High got to come back into this world and put things back into order as he's put as he had at once. You know, according to the Most High, a woman has her her duties, and a man got his duties. This world is flipped. That's why I say the African men over there are not. I'm not gonna say all, but majority of them ain't is still on that colonialism mindset, man. They're on that mindset. And once they start doing that mindset, they start wiggling. Now, you hear this. Who say this about women, women? You know what I'm saying? Only people that's mocking America. You know what I'm saying? America always talking about women this, women that. You know, the Caucasian man, the one that sat his woman last. No, no a man of you have loyalty and respect for his woman until the crafty council came and destroyed the family. Let's analyze. The qualities that define our humanity are evident in the institutions that manage the conduct of international relations. We require institutions that are inclusive, that are representative, that are democratic and advance the interests of all nations. We require a renewed commitment to multilateralism 
based on clear rules and supported by effective institutions. This is the moment to proceed with the reform of the United Nations Security Council to give meaning to the principle of the sovereign equality of nations and to enable the Council to respond more effectively to current geopolitical realities. We are pleased that the common African position on the reform of the Security Council is increasingly enjoying wide support. This process must move to text-based negotiations, creating an opportunity for convergence between member states. The recently held BRICS summit in Johannesburg also affirmed the view that the United Nations Security Council should be reformed and should ensure that those who are not represented, that is nations that are not represented, are also represented. We must ensure that the voice of the African continent and the global south is strengthened. See, the thing is, to me, y'all, if I'm, I'm, I'm building within, right? Why would I worry about every other nation? Because I got all the resources that other, uh, every other nation want. So why would I worry about allying with this one and allying with that one? Because they gonna need what I got on my land to be successful and be up in the, the high rankings of how, how the technology is rolling. See, their mind is all over the place, but they whole focus should developing and building Africa. First building Africa, strong military might. Strong military might. And then start, you know, building up and getting the resources from other nations that want to invest in, in the African in the African property. Investors. You know, all that, all that, all what everybody see, oh, this is what we fail to realize. Every nation out here modern themselves of American model. America came out here and made people modern themselves the way they modern. So they say, well, they modern right, but they affect it's all good. It's all wrong. My thing is, you know, the business side of the, the thing of Africa should be all in Africa. Every unit and every thought and every else should be inside of Africa. And when Africa build within itself and start growing and progressing, then, you know, they can unite other people in to invest and do all this other stuff. All they need is a strong military mind. That would be on my mind, whole mind right there. Military. A strong 100 million man military in Africa, in one continent.
And once you got the military, and then you got people like China and Russia already in the groove, helping you with the, 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 the war and stuff like that, and just start building with them, start building with them. Them the two are the strongest resources that y'all need. But I don't see the mindset of trying to modern off a, 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 a foundation that was off slavery, off my forefathers' slavery, hanging, murdering, slaughtering, and all these heinous things that this foundation had built on off the blood, sweat, and tears of my forefathers. And now they say, well, we ain't got no technology or not. We gonna modern our stuff after America and try to be like America. But the Bible called America Babylon. And this is what y'all don't really understand. But let's analyze. In the United Nations and broader multilateral system, all the peoples represented here in this United Nations had their origins in Africa. In Africa, they developed the tools and capabilities to spread across the world and achieved remarkable feats of development and progress. And all this was due to the skills and the talent that originated from the African continent. Despite its history, despite the legacy of exploitation, colonialism, and subjugation, despite the ongoing challenge of conflict and instability, Africa is determined and ready to regain its position as a site of human progress. The era of African development has arrived. Through the African continental free trade area, which is creating a wider, seamless trading area and also accelerated interconnectivity, African countries are mobilizing their collective means and resources to achieve shared prosperity. Through this treaty, African countries are establishing for themselves the foundation for a massive increase in trade, accelerated infrastructure development, regional integration, and sustainable industrialization. As the global community, we have the means and we have the desire to confront and overcome enormous challenges that face humanity today. As the nations gathered here in this General Assembly, let us demonstrate that we have both the will as well as the resolve to secure a peaceful, prosperous, and sustainable future for our world, but more importantly, for future generations that will follow. See, the thing is, you show me any dynasty in the world that did they 
it was peaceful when they when they when they you know when they overcame it. So he always you know you know the mindset is good to have a good heart and always talk about peace, peace, peace. But you can't you can't think that everybody is on the same table that you are or had the same mindset that you are. Or like you do. do. The Bible said the earth is given to the hands of the wicked, man. This is what y'all don't understand. If, if the Most High said to, you know, if the Most High took us out of our place of rulership, right? Because all through the Bible, you can look at Israel is all I know, or Israel is all I dealt with, no other nation he dealt with. It's all in the Bible, man. It's all up in there. And then, you know, people that don't understand the, the scriptures, colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, go with John 3.16. But John 3.16... Then you got to go with when God made the worlds with the S. So what world do God love then if he made the worlds? You know, and the Bible said that the Most High said he's coming down to, he's going to bring all nations down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. And the Bible said that Russia supposed to Throw a nuclear uh, bomb over this way. And 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 I'm looking at these scriptures, y'all. And I'm looking at this reality. And I'm looking at this this fallacy. And I'm like. The most I said. If the most I say he, he did this and that and that, and I believe it. So I believe it. Most of y'all may not believe it. And if he said he did this, this, that, and this, and all the prophecy, because like he said in Deuteronomy 28, them curses that you haven't gone through in Deuteronomy 28, if they don't affect you, man, you're not the people of that book. Oh, well. Because this is a member-only book. This is most people saying colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK say this is a universal book. It's not a spiritual book. It's a spiritual book, my bad. It's a spiritual book. It's not a religious book. Religion means to set aside or held back. So you telling me through these scriptures that the Most High is holding people and setting them aside and holding people and setting them aside and holding people. No, I don't believe that. The most I said that he's going to make his own nation from Jacob. The blessing. See, the, the, see all these other 
that's why I tell you, fam and young folk that listen to all these clowns talking about uh, the, the Bible written by the white man. Y'all believe everything to the white man. The, the, that book that you drive your car, that your car was written by the white man. And, and you driving it and believing everything he wrote and, and, and driving all them scripts too, right? That job, everything. So they always got something to do or something to say. But I'm telling y'all, young folk, don't think that the Most High is so stupid that he ain't got everything planned out the way he want. How he figured this out. Because he already told Moses back then, back, 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 back then, that we, oh, we was going into captivity again because we hard-headed. Stubborn people. Hosea 4 and 6, my people's, uh, my people is, is uh, stupid and dumb because they don't want no lack of knowledge, of a lack of knowledge. So if they don't want knowledge and they refuse knowledge, and I refuse them. So if the most high just throwing people at y'all, just throwing a little nugget here, throwing a nugget here to make it in your mind match because you don't know what type of frequency or level you on. Some people on a lower frequency, some people on a higher frequency, and some people on a low, low, low frequency. So hard-headed people on a low, low, and, and the most high keep on throwing them little nuggets at them until it connects. And when it connect, you be like, damn. So young folk, I'm telling you this, bro. I'm telling you. You ain't got to believe me. You can believe anybody you want to, bro. Because that thing that gets you up in the morning, call that spirit in the soul, that's your accountability when you die. So ain't nobody your road dog on the corner or brother I die for you or whatever only person gonna be there is you and your soul and the most high and all these wicked things that coming out man y'all gotta be prepared for y'all got y'all can't be you know y'all can't be on y'all gotta have to y'all gonna have to start making them chess moves y'all gotta start learning how to do them chess moves young fellas Because if you don't know how to do no chess moves, then you're going to be stuck in the game, man. Look at how many young fellas like me, that look like me, locked up in the penitentiary. The chess game ain't strong, man. But y'all don't see it like that, man. Y'all don't even see that every move you make and every thought you take is a chess move, man. And we got to realize that we are in prisoner of war. Yes, my brother, yes, now, Ibrahim Traore, the president of Burkina Faso, it don't tell French, may they leave the country, yes, now. It don't tell UN as well, may they leave the country alone. He said, one by law, the affairs of his country, yes. Now, so it'll be blessed Africa now, their eyes open, yes, now. 
We are ready to handle our country by ourselves. My people, I don't want to talk too much. Just hit the comment section with your opinion. Hit the like button, comment what you think, then share. Make sure you share the video because normally it's about to get down. African continent seems to be going through a revolution. A revolution that has seen the rise of anti-France sentiments across Africa, especially in countries like Mali, Niger, and Burkina Faso. There have been increasing tensions between these countries and France since the Chuntas came to power by ousting former French allies. The interim Burkina Faso government, under the leadership of Captain Ibrahim Traoré, has ordered the French embassy's defense attaché to leave the country due to subversive behavior, as they put it. The French defense attaché, Emmanuel Pasquier's expulsion, is the latest indication of rising tensions between Burkina Faso and France. The recent military coups in Africa are a sign that France is no longer wanted. The letter released by the Burkina Faso government mentioned that the defense section of the Burkina Faso embassy in Paris had been closed. Burkina Faso had ordered that the French ambassador leave their country. They also ordered senior UN official Barbara Manzi to leave the country. There was even a coup attempt to take out the government of Captain Ibrahim Traoré. However, the actors were arrested and detained. We've created a video on this and added the link in the description below. Make sure you watch it too. These come after Burkina Faso's strongman, Ibrahim Traoré, sent troops to support neighboring Niger in case Ikawa's tried to attack. Both governments in Burkina Faso and Mali have pledged military support to their brothers in Niger in the event of any external intervention. As we speak, there's military intervention being threatened by Ikawas that France is ready to support. In fact, the Niger junta has terminated its military agreements with the Republic of Benin, accusing Benin of harboring French mercenaries who are mobilizing to attack Niger. It will be shameful to see an African country attack its brothers because of influence from the West. The Ikawas, under the chairmanship of Nigerian President Bola Ahmed Tinubu, has prepared a standby force to restore former French ally Bazoum if all diplomatic efforts with the Niger Junta fail. However, the Nigerian Senate has rejected Nigeria's involvement in any military intervention in Niger. The Algerian government has also refused to intervene in Niger. Africans at home and abroad are watching those who are planning to attack Niger because that is what France wants. France has always tried to maintain a close relationship with its former colonies in Africa. Many citizens in these countries know that France is exploiting their countries by putting puppet leaders in place and guaranteeing them long terms in office. What we're experiencing now in Africa is a series of coups that show that the people are tired and ready to oust their exploiters. Do you think that the expulsion of the French official will push France to attack Burkina Faso? Do you think that they have a hand in the attempt to take out Ibrahim Traoré? Let us know what you United States of America just entered a state of panic during the course of the weekend. This is a serious and urgent situation. Many Western elites are starting to lose their minds because they know that things are about to hit the fan as a result of African countries rising up against foreign colonial powers. This past weekend, we witnessed extraordinary developments taking place all across Africa. Flags of the Russian Federation were hoisted into the air. We'll begin in Niger, the country where everything first began. And according to the news source France 24, the government of Niger has now reportedly negotiated a contract for security with the Russian Wagner Group. Niger is going to be protected by Wagner troops in Africa, 
and they need it since the Kuban Niger has reached the stage where it is no longer possible to reverse its course. The people are rising up in opposition to the dominance of France and the United States. Niger is currently in the process of becoming freed from the dominance of Western powers, which has lasted for decades. And this past weekend, the military commanders of Niger announced that the country will no longer be considered a colony of Europe. They had also issued a demand that any French forces and any influence exerted by the United States leave immediately or face the consequences. This past weekend in Niger, tens of thousands of people took to the streets to celebrate their nation's independence while chanting against the presence of foreign military bases, against poverty, and against the West's practice of taking their uranium phosphate, gold, and other minerals. Leave right away. Other African countries are beginning to show their support for Niger and are beginning to say the exact same thing. Get out of our land. People of Senegal took to the streets over the weekend to protest the colonial domination that Western nations have maintained over their country. Right now, Western intelligence agencies like the CIA, MI6, and others are doing all in their power to ensure that the puppet governments they've installed remain in power in these countries. Now that the Ukrainian government has been overthrown, Victoria Newland, who of course helped instigate the coup and the collapse of the government, is going around like a crazy person trying to figure out what she can do in Africa. According to Colonel Douglas McGregor, the citizens of that country, who have had their minerals stolen for years, are sick and tired of the situation. An example of this may be seen in the country of Niger where a government that was officially sponsored by the United States and had a military that was trained in the United States abruptly reversed course and denounced Western influence in the nation. The big natural gas pipeline that is almost ready to go online is the one that nobody is talking about, but it is the one that should be. Now it begins in Nigeria, and on its way to Europe, it travels up through Niger. Already $13 billion worth of investment has been made into this by both Chevron and the United States. Following the damage of the Nord Stream pipeline, Chevron increased output in order to get this pipeline back up as quickly as possible. Now the people of Niger are opposed to the idea of a pipeline running directly through their nation and onward into Europe. The people of Africa have the impression that the colonial powers are not doing anything for them despite the fact that you continue to steal their resources. Because of this, fear has gripped Europe during the past week. Because of the disruption to the natural gas supply caused by the Nord Stream pipeline, this winter was destined to be exceptionally frigid and overcast from the beginning. If this pipeline is not allowed to be put into operation in Africa, the current winter could become even more severe than it already is. Without the pipeline from Russia to Europe known as Nord Stream, Europe is on the verge of a disaster. The African pipeline was their savior, and when you factor in uranium and Europe's nuclear power, the situation became much more favorable for them. The United States imports more than half of its uranium from Russia. Uranium was not included on the list of restricted commodities that the United States has imposed as part of its sanctions against Russia. Why? Due to the fact that the United States is so heavily dependent on Russia for uranium, Vladimir Putin has the ability to simply flick a switch and destroy the economy of the United States of America by shutting out the lights. Just give that some thought for a second. They sanctioned Russia for everything else, but made sure to steer clear of the uranium issue. Therefore, Russia has the ability to shut off the power with the flip on the switch. 
Since then, France and the United States have, in essence, been stealing uranium from these African countries for the better part of three decades. Once more, these nations are sending the message that enough is enough. We, the people of Niger, Senegal, and Guinea, are independent nations, and as such, we intend to keep our own minerals and make our own choices. This choice is being made available to them by Russia. The significant African meeting happened the week before last in St. Petersburg. Vladimir Putin and Russia forgave these African nations the tens of billions of dollars in international debt that they owed, and they were motivated to reclaim their independence as a result. In essence, Russia wants African states to maintain their complete sovereignty while simultaneously canceling their debt and assuring them that it will not steal from them. That must be an offer that some of these nations would be interested in taking advantage of, right? They are free from their obligations to serve as slaves to Westerners. According to Musa Ibrahim, the head of RT's Africa Bureau, what the people of Africa want is to reclaim their wealth, including their uranium, their gold, their iron, their phosphate, their oil, and their gas. And this terrifies the West because it indicates that genuine democracy will emerge in Africa when people genuinely own their own land and when the wealth of Africa is not allowed to pass untaxed and unchecked from the mines in Niger to the banks of Paris and the financial industry in Britain. This is a frightening prospect for the West because it means that genuine democracy will emerge in Africa. Indeed, he is correct. The recent military takeover in Niger is not an isolated incident, rather, it is part of a bigger storyline that involves Africans fighting back against neo-colonialism in the West and attempting to reclaim their national sovereignty. Yes, they may be considered autonomous. However, if we have a U.S. military base and a French military base on our territory, how precisely are we sovereign if they are taking all of our minerals? Imagine if China were to create military outposts on American land under the guise of partnerships and commercial accords. It would be unthinkable. But imagine if China did it to the United States. The West and Europe are agitated and anxious about what the future holds as a result of the revolution that is currently taking place in Africa. And now let us hear from you in the comments. Call him Kunye West, America gonna be destroyed. No doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction. Should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance. Hear the bravery in my voice? You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words make America great again, all it means is make blacks and Latinos slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, boom, clicking the teacup. Yeah, learning you're a slave, mom turning in her grave. Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off the America page. was great when they stole the land from the natives. It was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships. It was great when they prospered our free labor. It was great when 
burning our bodies with sweet savor. It was great when they could rape our women at will. It was great when they did our children like Emmett Till. It was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses. It was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in hate? Then wear a hat that says you want to make America great. Your character's fake, saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat him. He told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat him. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket dropped. Evil cerebral and rapid thoughts. The aftershock. You started tweaking off acid drops. High as an astronaut. I bet this shit happened to Travis Scott. Watch the throne. You really sold yourself a dream. It seemed the people highest up got the lowest self-esteem. You're made back on the road to hell. You should be wearing that hat that said your soul is for sale. Look at all this backlash hate. First you backstab hold, then you backstab Drake. MK Ultra I stuck in your mouth wide. This ain't the same kumbaya from the south side. America was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers. It was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Deacon, AKA Five Lord, Sakari. All oh, praise you. How about Shimmy? I was shy. Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about. And now this, this ain't the land of our rest, all right? We under curses, we Israelites. They not for us, man.